0: Stick off the Greetings from Cyberdelic Space. This is Lorenzo, and I'm your host here in the Psychedelic Salon. Yeah, I know that I said I wouldn't get another podcast out until after I return from Burning Man, but the truth is, uh, I miss being with you here in the Psychedelic Salon. So I thought I'd get this one last program out before I leave for the playa. And as you already know, my anticipation about going to Burning Man this year is uh, approaching my excitement about Christmas when I was 10 years old, I think. But for those of you who aren't all that interested in that event, I'll, uh, I'll keep all of the Burning Man talk until the very end. But before I get into today's program, I first want to thank some wonderful people who were kind enough to send in a donation to Help offset the expenses of producing these podcasts, and these very kind donors include Martin J, Dharma Awakenings. I love that name, by the way. Janescape Creative, who uh, also is one of our frequent donors, I might add, and fellow saloner James Mack. So, uh, thank you so much, you guys. Your donations will certainly help pay for the blank discs, batteries, and other equipment that we're going to be using to record the plyologues next week. And Robert O., my fellow grandfather, I keep meaning to write to thank you for your continuing generosity, but as is obvious, I'm uh, not doing a very good job at keeping up with my email. But uh, I do hope all is well with you and yours, and my guess is that your new granddaughter has by now completely taken over the family. At least I know that's the case around here with Mary C. and I and our granddaughter. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I'm thinking about you. Oh, and Doug M., Man, I'm so sorry about making you wait so long for the book I promised, but I haven't forgotten about it, and uh, I'll do my best to get it out to you as soon as I get back from the burn. Okay, now on to the program, uh, which is a talk that the artist and former Iowa scarrow, Pablo Amaringo, gave at the Mind States conference that John Hanna produced in Berkeley, California in May of 2003. Now, I'm sure that our Spanish-speaking saloners are really going to enjoy this even more than I did. But even though I don't understand Spanish, it uh, somehow just felt good to have Pablo's voice coming through my headphones uh, just before the interpreter's voice cuts in. And I think you'll see what I mean. So, we'll begin right now with Susan Blackmore's introduction of Pablo. And Susan, as you know from my last podcast, was not only the first speaker at the conference that year, she was also our mistress of ceremonies. So here now is her introduction of Pablo Amaringo at the 2003 Mind States Conference, held during the last week in May at the International House in Berkeley, California. Lost. And yet remaining in
1: I will only say a few words because obviously you know him. You probably know his wonderful book, Ayahuasca Visions, and I'm sure you've seen some of his paintings here. He's going to tell his own story, so I won't tell you about, about where he comes from and what he's done, other than to say that um, he g- gave up 25 years ago being a shaman to concentrate on painting. And he now runs a school in the jungle where... Uh, jungle children come for free, they don't have to pay, and learn to paint. And some of his students' paintings are here as well. But the story I will leave for him to tell himself. So please welcome Pablo Amaringo.
2: Hi, uh, for those of you that are wondering, what is that guy doing up there? Uh, No, I'm not Pablo Amaringo's son. I'm going to be uh, translating for Pablo, and um, I
1: figured that it would be more fun if we could do this in sort of like a little interactive way. Tenga muy buenas noches, queridos amigos y amigas, y todas las personas que nos acompañan.
2: He's uh, saying good evening to
1: every one of you, and thanks for being here. Yo me llamo Pablo Maringo Chunya. Nací en Tamanco, Río Callali. Distrito de Emilio San Martín, Departamento de Loreto.
2: He's uh, Pablo Marengo, and he was born in uh, Peru, and uh,
1: he would like to uh, thank you for uh, having him here. Yo viví en Tamanco hasta la edad de 10 años. De ahí vine a vivir en Pucallpa. He, uh, he lived in... the uh, uh, ¿Pucalpa? Pucalpa.
2: Sí, uh, He was uh, born in Peru, and he lived in uh, Pucallpa
1: until he was uh, 10 years old. Desde mi tierna infancia a la edad de tres años comencé a darme cuenta de lo que es la vida de la gente, de los animales y todos los elementos que hay en este globo terráqueo.
2: He spent a lot of time in nature, and he learned uh, about the uh, plants and the animals and, by watching, and this uh, became he,
1: an interest of his, that he was uh, later able to replicate in, through his art. Para, para mí, la vida parecía no tener propósito, porque uno nace, crece, se casa, tiene hijos y vive y luego viene la vejez y uno muere. He thought that uh, when he was growing up that life really lacked purpose.
2: He basically thought, well, you know, you grow up, uh, you learn, you go to school, you get married, you'd have kids, and that's that's it.
1: Entonces yo me preguntaba, ¿qué hay de la vida después de que uno está aquí vivo? ¿A dónde va? ¿Qué hay del, del humano después?
2: So he started to wonder, what is after one goes through the cycle of uh, getting married and having kids and uh, living life? What happens after one exits? What happens after one dies? Por
1: la tradición de mis abuelos y de mis padres, llegué a ser católico y era muy religioso desde muy tierna, desde muy tierna edad y pero no podía creer después que uno está influenciado por espíritus o no sé quién es más.
2: He um was born uh and raised catholic and he did not really subscribe to the idea that the that religion uh how they interpret uh, existence and life to be, especially life after death. So again, he was curious about this, and he he wanted
1: his own answers. Entonces empecé a buscar el camino de, de cómo uno puede encontrar. Me, me comencé a poner a investigar las religiones y también el todo. El, Todo lo que el humano hace y bueno, seguía adelante yo, este, siempre pensando eh, cómo es la vida o por qué vivimos y eso me preocupaba mucho. um, This led him on a philosophical sort of quest
2: and he wanted to find out uh, as much as he could not only about having experiences in this realm but also in the other realms. And he became uh, obsessed with the uh, idea of searching for this knowledge.
1: Um, Viendo que no podía tener respuestas ni por medio de de la religión ni de, de nadie Entonces, yo mismo seguía investigando hasta que por último me hice eh, incrédulo en cuestiones espirituales. No creía nada de lo que hay espíritus. Uh,
2: at first, he did not believe, simply because of the, his Catholic upbringing, he did not believe that there was any type of uh, life uh, after death he was not convinced given the uh, way that it is ex- explained in, his, in that uh, religion that there was any validity. He thought it was more of a belief system than anything. So he really wanted to have experiences if these could be had uh, in, this other, in these other realms so that he could know from his personal experience whether there was
1: other realities, whether there was life after death. Entonces a los diez años me dieron de tomar el, la bebida de la ayahuasca y yo tuve unas visiones en, en aquel tiempo, pero no creía nada de lo que puede ser cierto estas cosas.
2: So at 10 years old uh, he was given the uh, shamanic brew ayahuasca, which led him to have uh, visions and uh, he became aware of the uh, the interior landscape, that there was something else beyond the veil that we perceive as everyday reality.
1: Hasta que por último, una vez, vi a una señora que a mi hermana lo, la curó cuando ella estaba ya moribunda. Lo levan, la levantó en solo dos horas. Y entonces yo me puse a pensar de que He's referring to a
2: small story about if, uh, this sister of his that was ill and uh, after intaking the ayahuasca brew uh, she began to feel better uh, than she had in a few weeks that she had been being treated by uh, doctors with these, you know, uh, regular Western pharmaceuticals. Uh, they weren't having an effect, but the ayahuasca brew, surprisingly, uh, led to a eventual recovery. So he became interested in the not only visionary aspect, but also the uh, healing aspect of this plant uh, brew.
1: Entonces, yo... Me puse a investigar porque yo me burlaba siempre de estos eh, curanderos o llamado chamanes. Yo siempre me burlaba porque creía que son unos timadores, unos mentirosos y que a la gente los explotan, los estafan con su llamado conocimiento de... Oddly enough, uh, he says that
2: at first he was uh, turned off by so-called shamans and so-called medicine man healers, and if anything, he thought they were just a con man and uh, charlatans, and that they did not have any type of uh, abilities or know-how of on how to uh, cure, elicit a healing or visionary state. So again, he went into this very skeptic.
1: A los 28 años empecé una investigación muy minuciosa sobre esta purga. Empecé a tomar con una señora y a los pocos meses me comencé a recibir poderes at 28 is
2: when he really became uh wholeheartedly devoted to investigate consciousness and uh his interest led to him uh
1: eventually become a shaman a full-time shaman entonces eh, me me di cuenta de que esta es una planta muy sagrada que revela misterios sobre lo que el mundo uh, se ha formado el universo y todo todo lo que existe en la vida
2: he says that uh, from experience he came to learn and, uh, that The ayahuasca bestows upon the drinker, the user, uh, knowledge uh, about a variety of topics. Not only, you know, consciousness and perception, but also uh, lets one to realize that what we perceive is, like Susan Blackmore was uh, saying earlier, you know, it's an illusion.
1: Muchas personas eh, tienen a esta a esta planta como si fuera una droga pero no es una droga. Es una planta de muchos misterios y que más bien nos inmuniza el cuerpo contra las enfermedades contagiosas.
2: He came to uh, understand that uh, this brew made out of these plants is, uh, as he calls it, a sacred brew. These are sacred plants uh, used for uh, many things.
1: Y entonces, cuando yo Llegué a, a, a enterarme bien de estas cosas mediante las visiones que tuve. Me di cuenta de que el mundo que nos rodea no es simplemente una casualidad, sino es algo concreto, porque su causa viene de la parte espiritual, viene de la parte Eh, He says that he uh, came to
2: know from his experiences that this uh, world as we perceive it is uh, spiritual in nature Uh, and when he he says spiritual in nature that is uh, its origin, it's non-physical. We perceive the outside, the
1: finished product, but it all takes place, the construction of that inside. Entonces allí en medio de estas de estas visiones llegué a a, a unos templos sagrados, unos templos muy muy este, santos o sacrosantos y allí me enseñaron muchas cosas. Sobre lo que es la humanidad, sobre lo que es la planta, so, lo, lo, el agua, los elementos que nosotros tenemos aquí en la tierra.
2: He says that uh, he became uh, eventually aware of all this, and at the same time he understood that the plant was uh, teaching him through visions, that he was able to somehow decode the visions into Uh, Information into an understanding of what it is that he eventually uh, is talking about. Now, for example, it was all through visions bestowed by ayahuasca.
1: Mi mente está muy lleno de informaciones espiritualistas, lleno de conocimiento, entendimiento, discernimiento, perspicacia aguda, percepción espiritual. Y otras, uh, ciencias espirituales. He says that basically, uh, when he was
2: uh, taught by the uh, plant and bestowed with these, uh, all these visions, uh, at the same uh, and other experiences, he was taken to this, these uh, sort of churches uh, of uh, knowledge, and all this information uh, was presented to him in a way that he could uh, be able to later uh, speak about it. And he not only has in his uh, database, for lack of a better word, uh, information on uh, psychic and uh, spiritual matters, uh, but also uh, what he calls uh, the interior uh, way on how everything comes to be manifested, how everything comes to be manufactured.
1: Entonces, me instruyeron sobre lo que es el medio ambiente. Por eso es que yo, en los años de 1968, ya conocía lo que era el medio ambiente, lo que la humanidad está poniendo en peligro a su hábitat, que es la tierra, que es una nave que, que viaja, y entonces los espíritus, me y decían que el hombre se está destruyendo a sí mismo.
2: Um, he said that back in 1968 he got this revelation that uh, we live uh, this we live in this sort of organism, uh, but it, this organism is almost sort of like a ship in that it keeps us uh, not only us but every species, including plants. Uh, in sort of a cocoon, and um he became also he he was told that this home of ours, this ship, is becoming uh it's becoming endangered simply because people are not uh, taking care of the environment. And uh, he was giving this information so that hopefully he could speak about it and bring awareness to this problem that uh, we're not really realizing. We're just abusing the environment. We're not working together with nature. We're, if anything, some. It seems like we're working against nature.
1: Es por eso que cuando una conferencia di en Helsinki en el año 1990 hablé sobre el medio ambiente, sobre lo que se llama el ecosistema que está empeorando de día en día porque tanto estamos apeligrando nosotros ahora por la mucha contaminación ambiental. Por esa causa las Naciones Unidas me me dio un galardón del premio Global 500 de las Naciones Unidas. In Brazil, lo he received this prize. He
2: was given a uh, prize by the United Nations called the 500, and it was because of his work that he's been doing, bringing awareness to the uh, problem that, is, that exists with the ecosystem. And uh, through his uh, talks, he has been bringing awareness about this,
1: which led to this um, prize. Hablé sobre el medio ambiente que está erosionándose todo, tanto la la educación en las personas, está, como dicen, sus costumbres, están dejando las buenas costumbres, están agarrando otras costumbres, pero no estaría malo todo lo que hace el hombre, pero siempre que lo haga, con, con conocimiento y entendimiento, Y he says that uh,
2: basically the, the way, the reason why this is happening, he sees it as a lack of awareness on part of the people that live in this planet. And uh, he also feels that by bringing awareness and uh, realizing that we are one with nature, all of us together... Uh, it would bring an understanding and a better care
1: of our environment, of the home that we live in. Porque la raza humana no puede extinguirse, porque en los otros planetas, en los tiempos primigenios, había habitantes también, no quizás como nosotros, pero eran similares y también se han extinguido por... Por no haber cuidado su medio ambiente o sus casa mejor dicho.
2: He was uh, given the information that uh, in other planets there are life forms and they became extinct because of a similar situation where they weren't taking care of their environment uh, of their home and he feels that he was given this information uh, in the hopes that hu- the human race can't prevent that from happening in this planet because according to the information he's gotten from ayahuasca, this has happened in other planets with other life forms, perhaps not as human,
1: but nonetheless life forms. Sabemos bien de que tenemos hijos, tenemos nietos, y ¿qué será de ellos de aquí a unos 500? 500 años uh, en el futuro. Si nosotros no cuidamos, no dejamos nada para nuestros hijos, ¿qué encontrarán nuestros hijos después? Todo será una lástima.
2: He says that we should not only think about the immediate future of ourselves living in this planet, but also our children and grandchildren. What are we going to leave for them? What are they going to find? And that's something that we should ask. Question and hopefully
1: resolve before it's too late. Sabemos que nosotros tenemos nuestros ancestros que dejaron la tierra, pero estamos disfrutando de lo poco. Pero no hay que erosionar a la tierra. No hay no hay que también contaminar a la tierra. Hay que respetarla a nuestra madre tierra.
2: He says that. Um, we should work together with nature, not against nature. If anything, he sees the earth as our a womb, as a mother, and the species, the life forms inside
1: Earth, are its children. Es por eso si nosotros nos amamos con el amor verdaderamente, el amor agape. Es verdaderamente el amor que deberíamos practicar, porque se basa en principios y es altruista. He says that uh, the, what he's one of the chief uh, problems here
2: is the lack of a love, uh, love for the environment and even love for each other. That this is it's, it is the culprit.
1: Yo tengo que dar este mensaje siempre porque lo he visto, lo he recibido de la parte espiritual de las grandes dimensiones espirituales donde las personas que están formados por los espiritones verdaderamente tienen entre ellos comprensión, unión. Nosotros deberíamos unirnos todos respetándonos estimándonos para poder mantener al globo terráqueo con sus habitantes.
2: It says that we should uh, learn to uh, not only love each other, but also respect our each uh, our, you know each each one each one of us ourselves, as well as the environment, so that we
1: don't self destruct. Seamos de qué raza también, seamos razas altas, razas bajas, medias, bueno seamos tengamos una cultura más extraña o, o de acuerdo a lo que nosotros podemos tenerlo pero debemos respetarnos debemos amarnos it should not be uh about different races uh, or colors of the
2: skin and what have you you know uh if we're still a species the human species and we should work as one and see beyond
1: the outside difference. Es responsabilidad de todos, de todos los que vivimos, para arreglar nuestro globo terráqueo, para limpiar de toda lacra que nos, que nos amenaza a la destrucción, it is, a, it
2: is our responsibility and no one else's to uh, keep our home in order. Otherwise, again, he sees that we are going to self-destruct as a species and also the planet.
1: Las guerras no nos trae de, nada de bueno, por ejemplo, el, lo, el odio no nos hace, no nos dignifica eso. Lo que nos dignifica es el amor. ...la amistad, respetándonos cada uno, para poder dar un ejemplo a nuestros hijos... ...y que ellos sigan un buen ejemplo en el futuro. Porque todos nosotros humanos pasamos a un lugar donde vamos a estar. Um, Wars, for example, are not
2: good uh, for people or the environment and the same way that uh there is a uh, venom uh the hatred that causes these wars are also uh what's making uh, the possibility to materialize that we may self-destruct so again he emphasizes we need this world needs love this world needs to be united as one and not separate because by becoming separate is when the problems begin and if we can understand again that we are all one then we may avert the road which we are in now
1: Después de que yo había visto tantas cosas, me explicaron que yo debo de seguir el arte. Entonces, como yo era ya pintor, me hice pintor a los 20 años, eh, pintaba retratos y paisajes. Y las visiones de la ayahuasca empecé a pintar en el año mil. Um, Now he wants to talk about his uh, ayahuasca visions and his work,
2: his painting, which uh, he began to publicly uh, display
1: uh, starting in 1985. Entonces tomé yo la decisión de seguir siendo un artista plástico y de manera que be que era muy bonito ser un artista plástico y formé una escuela de pintura donde doy educación capacitación y entrenamiento adecuado a mis a- alumnos para... uh, he w- wanting to do something for uh, others
2: uh, he began a school a free school art school uh, where he lives in peru uh... in order to uh... give something back give something of himself to others and so that others may be able to express themselves through art uh... the way that he has been expressing himself and uh, he did not want to uh, at first become what he calls a plastic artist, which is just someone very generic. He really wanted to come, his work to come from inside, from the soul, which is what the plant uh, brew allowed him to uh, do, to express
1: his soul, his essence. De manera que en la escuela mía reciben un conocimiento para poder discernir todo lo que hacen o lo que dicen entonces primeramente en la educación les hago entender que hay que desarrollar las facultades mentales y las facultades también espirituales morales los cinco sentidos o tenemos más sentidos no solo cinco in his uh, school he not only teaches art but
2: also about uh, perception, uh, what he calls uh, the other senses beyond the five senses that we have, uh, all to uh, so that it could lead to a true, honest expression of what's inside—not just the technique, but the essence behind the technique,
1: so to speak. In la escuela ayer que <inaudible> yo dirijo, reciben por La primera cosa que tienen que hacer es comprender bien su idioma. Saber leer bien, escribir bien. He says that in his school,
2: one of the uh, prerequisites is that uh, students uh, cannot just come there to uh, learn art. They have to know how to write and how to read because uh, this also, he feels, allows them to express themselves. So it's not just some bohemian school where people come to draw. Uh, He has a a very uh, strict uh, code of uh, how he would like his uh, students uh, to express themselves. And again, he feels that uh, proper education is a prerequisite for
1: this. Porque me he dado cuenta que las personas ahora, eh, por ejemplo, en mi tierra... La gente solamente este habla como el, el loro. Habla lo que sabe, pero no sabe lo que habla. He says that he's uh, come
2: to realize that a lot of people uh simply uh spit out information. Uh they simply talk for the sake of talking, but they really don't understand what is behind those words that they're speaking they just talk to talk uh but they're not comprehending what it is that they're saying
1: es por eso que tengo una gran labor que llevar a cabo la escuela uscoayar que le utilizo como un vehículo para dar educación a las personas todos los que van allá comienzan a pensar les doy un pensamiento único en lo que es la vida En que la vida tiene un propósito, no es solamente la vida es vivir por vivir. He says that when the
2: students go to his school, they get the uh, what he calls the added bonus, uh, philosoph- his philosophical understanding of uh, life and experience. And uh, what he mean, but what he means by that is that he uh, enables them to think. Um, ...and uh, self-reflect... ...which is something that he sees a lack of... ...and uh common everyday individual... ...that they lack that... ...and he makes it a priority... ...to instill that in his students.
1: Es por eso que les digo que ellos tienen que... ...seguir aprendiendo todos los días... ...todos los días que busquen el conocimiento... ...el entendimiento, el discernimiento... Que sepan ellos uh, valorar a una persona, a una planta, a un animal, a una cosa. He says that the uh, the
2: reason why he teaches uh, his students this is so that they can learn how to cherish uh, not only other people but a
1: plant, an animal, nature. Que, Entiendan el valor de una persona, de un animal, de una planta, de una cosa. He says that, he, you, uh,
2: he explains to them that they have to understand that each one, uh, an animal, a person, a plant, they're very valuable because they exist and that no matter what type of plant or animal or person,
1: they're all valuable. They're all unique. Y que conozcan el contenido de Cada uno de ellos, porque la humanidad valorando al humano, a esa persona, valorando a un animal, a una planta. ¿Quién puede hacer una planta? ¿Quién puede hacer un animal? ¿O quién puede hacer a una persona como nosotros? Con corazón con conciencia con he asks
2: you know who what type of uh, intelligence can create a plant or an animal or a human being and also uh create the feelings, the emotions, the understanding uh that we human beings have and the consciousness that other life forms have you know what is behind this uh, creation who's behind this? Or what is behind
1: this? De modo que una persona sabiendo valorar, sabiéndole valorar lo que cuesta su cerebro, sus oídos, sus ojos y todo su ser, es de gran valor, de gran, de gran aprecio. Por eso que a, la, a nosotros, yo a las personas los aprecio a todos, sean, sean niños. Adolescentes, sean jóvenes sean ancianos yo los valoro porque nadie puede hacer a una persona con tanta inteligencia con su dónde habla con su dónde pensar
2: he says that he values uh, all life because he understands that each life form is unique on unto itself and you know, what or who can create something like this? You know, and that's what drives him to uh, him being so philosophical about uh, life. Y so sabe. he values each and every thing.
1: Y dándose cuenta de todo esto, una persona debe uno apreciar, respetar, amarlo, ayudarlo, ayudarse entre todos de acuerdo al al conocimiento que tenemos de acuerdo a la capacidad que podemos hacer. No podemos hacer tanto los que tenemos menos conocimiento, instrucción. Para eso están los otros, para ayudar a estos a salir, educarlos de acuerdo. Entonces, so he says that that's why he...
2: uh, is on his uh, on his path now because he wants to make sure that each person understands uh, why each life form is valuable. He sees that the problem that we're currently facing in the world is a lack of awareness of this, a lack of understanding uh, that each one of us is valuable, each one of us comes from nature. And that's why he has gone... And he's doing what he's doing, which is to bring awareness.
1: tanta desorden en el mundo? ¿Qué sucede al humano? He says, why all these problems?
2: Uh, what's happening in the world uh, that's brought us up to this point? Uh, and those of you... You know, everyone knows what's happening now around the world with this war and everything. You know, what's brought us to this place? And he feels is a lack of awareness, lack of respect, lack of understanding, lack of compassion. But again, it all boils down to lack of awareness because we are disconnected from this knowledge that ayahuasca has brought to him.
1: No desecho a la a la ciencia al conocimiento que va adquiriendo el hombre descubriendo todos los elementos que va a, habiendo sea sea en, en manera universal sea en manera de global de acá y no 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 desprecio no desecho la ciencia que el hombre está adquiriendo he does de- not, not uh, dislike science uh, and modern
2: technology uh he sees it as uh, valuable, but but again you know he emphasizes that it should be a uh, blending of the two not what's better and or what's worse but that they're both important because they both uh
1: come from the same source sino eh, con la ciencia tendría que saber compartir para el bienestar de de la humanidad para el bienestar de todos no para destruirse uno no He says that science should be only used
2: to enhance our living, uh, enhance our uh, well-being and peace as opposed to use technology for war.
1: Es por eso que los líderes que que nos gobiernan, las autoridades, necesitan vestirse del amor. He says that that's
2: what, the, what he sees wrong with the political uh, leaders that are running this world, that they really have a lack of uh, love and that they should uh, get a suit made out of love and put it on and wear it and take to office.
1: Para que así todos nos unamos en la vida y... Siempre vayamos con un conocimiento exacto para sabernos controlar también en sobre lo que es la, la, el pueblo, en lo que el pueblo aumenta, ¿no? Entonces no podemos llenar a la tierra en demasía, sino va a derramarse y, y nos vamos a consumir también, sino que el humano debe tener la capacidad de ver solamente de llenar la tierra de una manera sabia con con sus habitantes que no que no sobren ya, sino que estén completos. He says
2: that this also uh, is tapping into the overpopulation that uh this world uh has uh Never been so uh, populated uh, before, almost 7 billion people. And again, this all comes from a lack of uh, care. uh, And that's because of the lack of awareness. And that we should uh, think before we do. Not just do and then think about it.
1: No sabemos, efectivamente, si vamos a poder uh, llevar a cabo todo lo lo bueno para la humanidad. Solamente tenemos que dedicarnos a enseñar lo que sabemos, todo bienestar que podemos hacer para nuestro servicio útil, para poder vivir en la vida. Por ejemplo, los que sabemos leer, enseñar a leer al que no sabe a escribir al que no sabe escribir. He says that we should really uh, put in our minds that we have to help each other.
2: And if we see someone that does not know how to read or write, then help them. If someone is having a hard time uh, eating, you know, having work uh
1: what have you, you know, help that person because again, we are all one. Enseñar a curar, por ejemplo, con las plantas o con los remedios que uno adquiere de de acuerdo a su conocimiento, para sin estar viendo solamente la codicia, estar cobrando y solamente eh, ganar el dinero. He says that the uh, healing uh, modality, the healing art, uh,
2: should go beyond uh, money and profit, that it should really be done out of love and out of willingness to help the other, others.
1: El dinero es bueno tenerlo porque es una defensa para la humanidad. Pero es malo cuando lo usamos en malas cosas.
2: So, and he's not saying that money per se is bad. Uh, money can be used for both good and bad. Uh, but again, if we uh, have the awareness, uh, then we
1: would be better able to act Por ejemplo, yo, el dinero que yo adquiero es para, para, este, dar a mi escuela, dar lo que le falta a mi escuela, el dinero que yo gano. Yo soy un pintor, tengo un renombre, la gente mucho me estima en mi pueblo, en, en mi nación, también me estima y en muchas partes del mundo, pero, Yo no soy un hombre rico. Yo soy un hombre rico en espíritu, pero no en dinero. He says that uh, he feels he's uh, rich, not in
2: money, but in spirit. And uh, the reason why he has this school is because he has has had the opportunity to become known, world-renowned. And he uses uh, this position to help others because that... That's what he feels he needs to do for others, and it would be nice uh, if more people uh, would
1: do the same. De manera que yo mantengo uh, dos escuelas, mantengo, y tengo alumnos que me ayudan como profesores. Yo de lo que hago las ventas de mis cuadros estoy manteniendo desde el año 1995.
2: Since 1995 he's been supporting, he actually has two schools and he's been supporting uh, these schools uh, by the sales of uh, his painting because again he sees that as doing a little something, giving something in return for what he's been giving by the plants. Es
1: por esa causa que estoy acá, porque efectivamente eh, mi pueblo no está bien. Por eso es que yo vengo por acá para poderme este ganar algún centavo o algún dinero para poder ocupar en las cosas buenas que en la enseñanza de mis alumnos. He says that things are not
2: very good uh politically and financially in his country and which is why he goes outside of his country to uh do the work that he does so that he can uh, gather enough funds to continue to be able to do the work that he does.
1: Este, yo voy dándome cuenta de que yo sigo levantando a las personas en en mi comunidad, por ejemplo, las personas no son honestas casi en su totalidad, pero yo voy sembrando algo poco a poco de acuerdo a mi posibilidad en lo que sigo haciendo esta instrucción para mis alumnos para que ellos sean líderes para otros y va, vayamos enseñando poco a poco a la gente el arte del bien vivir he says that uh, the reason why uh
2: He does what he does is because he sees that a lot of people, unfortunately, in his country are not uh, good, uh, and they take advantage uh, of others. Uh, And he feels that by doing uh, the deeds that he does, it's similar to planting seeds. And he feels that by planting enough seeds, eventually he's going to get a good crop, and that's what he's after, uh, understanding uh, togetherness.
1: Qué hermoso es encontrar la felicidad cuando uno uno contacta con las dimensiones espirituales. Uno llega a conocer a conocerse uno primero. He says that by going into the uh,
2: psychedelic experience, by going into the uh, world of plants, uh, one is able to uh, first and foremost know about himself. And this opens up a whole different uh, realm of possibilities in his eyes, by really getting to know oneself.
1: Cuando uno llega a conocer las dimensiones espirituales, uno está muy contento con el trabajo que hace. No tanto se fija en en el bienestar de posesiones materiales, sino... Está más contento haciendo cosas espirituales. Por ejemplo, como le digo, dar un buen comportamiento a la persona, enseñarle los, 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 los buenos modales, las buenas acciones, las buenas actitudes, es mejor que a veces darle algún alguna cosa material. He Por, says
2: that by, uh... Going into these uh, states uh, bestowed by the uh, plant, um, he re- came to realize that um, he felt good by doing for others. He felt good by giving, giving of himself. And again, this all comes back from uh, serving others, which uh, he, he, he thinks is what nature does. Nature self serves Uh, We have fruit, we have different plants that serve us. We use them for medicines. And uh, he wants to do his part in serving. And again, it's because of this uh, plant uh, interaction that he's had.
1: Es por eso que siempre voy pensando que nosotros como humanos deberíamos de buscar siempre la dirección de cosas buenas en la vida. Así, con esa cosa vamos a tener el contentamiento, vamos a tener la, como dicen, esa felicidad, esa alegría de vivir. Esa alegría y y recogernos a nuestro camino eterno satisfecho de días.
2: He says that the, the, little, the little things are what matters. The little things are important, and that's what leads uh, eventually to the uh, spiritual awakening, to the to this uh, knowingness that it it is all interconnected.
1: Doy doy gracias mucho muchas gracias doy a este pueblo de a este pueblo de Berkeley.
2: Yo vine el he, año likes, he would like to uh, thank uh, this uh, great place. He is no, that's known as Berkeley.
1: Casa, en su, en su casa He came here for the first time in 1990,
2: and he was a guest of uh, Richard uh, Gr- Grossman, I think. he
1: said. okay. Entonces, a los 13 años estoy volviendo. So, it's
2: been 13 years since he's uh, been back here to Berkeley.
1: And he says that this uh, place uh, is the favorite
2: of all the different places he's visited in the United States, and has a very <laughs> special place in his heart.
1: Es por eso que les dejo mi paz y yo estaré siempre implorando a la divinidad, a los espíritus divinos, que prosperes esta ciudad, esta, esta, esta parte de los Estados Unidos, y por qué no decirle todos los Estados Unidos también.
2: And he says that, he, uh, he hopes that these words uh, Are like seeds that he's also planting and that will make uh, Berkeley as well as the United States a uh, better loving place and that that's what he really wants to take with him from it all. Just this uh, knowledge that he was able to help in some small way at least and he leaves you with that.
0: I really loved what Pablo said about the psychedelic experience when he said, By going into the psychedelic experience, by going into the world of plants, one is able to first and foremost know about himself. This opens up a whole new realm of possibilities in his eyes. And I'm, uh, I'm sure that the same can be said of deep meditation, trance dance, and other shamanic forms. But I have to admit that, uh, for me at least, the plants offer such a direct path into these other realms that I don't feel like it's worth my time to get there more slowly. But uh, hey, that's just me. We've all got to step to our own drummers, you know, however measured or far away, as the saying goes. And if you thought you recognized the voice of the translator, well, you must have uh, really good voice recognition because you probably have heard him before. Pablo's uh, translator for this talk was none other than my good friend Zoe Seven, who you heard in Podcast 38, where he talked about mind machines and theogens and the expansion of consciousness. Zoe's uh, got a new book out, by the way. It's titled Back from the Void, and I'm looking forward to reading it as soon as I get back from the burn. Now, since I don't speak Spanish myself, I can't say whether or not Zoe's translations would hold up to a strict university translation department's guidelines. The edge that uh, Zoe does have in translating Pablo, however, is that uh, Zoe is one of the world's most adventurous psychonauts, and so he and Pablo also have a common, but uh, unspoken, language that they uh, share as well. At least that's my current theory. Now there are a, a couple of other things I want to mention before getting into the log schedule at Burning Man. The first is that I hope you've been filling in your podcasting listening time with some of the programs on the Cannabis Podcast Network at dopefiend.co.uk. In fact, I stopped by Lefty's Lounge the other day and you can hear my visit with Lefty on his podcast number 11. And by the way, uh, The Dope Fiend and Xandor and some of their helpers are going to set up a forum for me to use that's interfaced with the rest of their forums over at the dopefiend.co.uk. And that way uh, all of our audiences can benefit from the interactions that may arise uh, between the whole group of us. And uh, I'll have more to say about that sometime later this year. But before I close with uh, information about the plyologs that we'll be hosting at Burning Man this year. I want to mention that this and all of the podcasts from the Psychedelic Salon are protected under the Creative Commons Attribution Non Commercial Share Alike 2.5 license. And if you have any questions about that, just click on the Creative Commons link at the bottom of the Psychedelic Salon webpage, which you can find at psychedelicsalon.org. And if you have any questions, comments, complaints, or suggestions about these podcasts, well, just send them to lorenzo at matrixmasters.com. And thank you again to John Hanna and JT for providing the recording of the talk that we just heard and of course to Pablo and Zoe Seven for uh, the kind words and to my friends uh, Jacques Cordell and Wells also known as Chateau Hayouk well thanks for the use of your music here for all 105 of these podcasts from the Psychedelic Salon and now for some Burning Man information first of all uh, let me say how great it's going to be to be able to meet so many of you in person. Gosh, uh, we've got fellow saloners coming from Alaska, Germany, Italy, and from all over the States. And uh, to give you an idea of the kind of adventurous souls we're connected to here in the Psychedelic Salon, let me just read a bit from an email I received from Martin, who is uh, also one of our generous donors. And hey, Martin, and uh, any of the rest of you who are on the tight budgets, hey, please don't feel like you should be making a donation of any kind. I'm having a lot of fun doing this, and it's just great to have you here. So just keep coming back each week. That's uh, more than enough for me. So, uh, and thank you all for being here. It's nice to have you with us here in the salon. And now here are a few headlines about the adventure Martin and a couple of his friends have already embarked upon. Europe, to L.A., to San Francisco, to Burning Man, to Peru, to Bolivia, and from there, who knows where? (laughs) Actually, I made up that last part because they really do know where they'll be going from there. My point is that uh, having an adventure like that is really possible. You know, it may take a few years of working, saving, and planning, but there are uh, still quite a few people who manage to get in an adventure or two like that before the system traps them. In my case, uh, I dropped out of law school and spent half a year sailing square-rigged ships in the Pacific with Alan Villiers while they filmed part of the movie Hawaii on board and it was uh, one of the great adventures of my life, uh, immediately followed by a stint in the Navy and uh, another great tour uh, where they sent me to Vietnam. But uh, (laughs) that kind of took the new off my fun days in the sun, but uh, that's a story for another day. Now, finally, as promised at the beginning of this podcast, here's a lineup of our scheduled logs that will be held in the pod cluster, which we expect to materialize somewhere on intertidal near 730 for those of you who will be on the playa this year. And for you first-time burners, I, I guess I should point out that it's wise to always, as in always, keep in mind that Black Rock City is on federal land, and that there are screwhead cops there too. And some of them are undercover, and some of them are attractive young women in art cars who will give you a lift and then ask for a joint. Last year there were even some marijuana-sniffing dogs there. Now, Granted, it's one of the world's greatest week-long parties, but that doesn't mean that uh, the screwheads in Washington want you to enjoy it. The rule of thumb is that if anyone you don't know offers you an illegal substance or asks you for one, uh, the rule is, is that from that moment on you should avoid that person like the plague. I know it happened a few times last year, and it probably ruined the event for the poor guys who were so uncool, but uh, it's doubtful that they were cops, but uh, they still got shunned anyway just for their bad manners. Now, you'd think I'm in a dark mood with this negative stuff here, but I'm really not. For me, it's like this. I've got nothing against anyone who doesn't agree with me about the importance of psychedelics. And I learned a long time ago that rational discussions with these strong anti-drug people is usually a waste of time. So I just do everything I can to avoid them. Okay, by now it's probably just you and me and a few of those who are really interested in the schedule of (laughs) pylogues that we're going to be kicking off at Burning Man this year. So let's get started. First of all, we begin Wednesday at 3 p.m., and our topic leader will be John Hanna, speaking on the topic what to believe in, which is uh, getting more difficult every day it seems to me, uh, particularly in a place like Burning Man. Then uh, at 4 o'clock on Wednesday our topic leader is Orok, and uh, some of you remember him probably from uh, last year's Burn where he gave away uh, several hundred copies of Tryptamine Palace that he wrote, and his topic is going to be Tryptamines and God. Now Rock told me that uh, it might be fun to schedule him close to Daniel Pinchbeck because they hold somewhat different views about several things. So I've scheduled Daniel Pinchbeck next, that's 5 o'clock Wednesday, but here's the really fun part. While I'm sure that most of us expect Daniel to lead a discussion about 2012, instead he's picking up the tempo a notch with his topic, Sex and Social Control, Tantra and Liberation, an Open Discussion. And my guess is that uh, this pile log may run a little longer than the hour it's scheduled for. Then on uh, Thursday at 3 p.m., we begin with topic leader Valerie Mojeko, who will lead a discussion about psychedelics role in eco-psychology, which uh, really sounds like it fits quite well with this year's Green Man theme. Then at uh, 4 p.m., Alicia Danforth, who replaced my wife Mary C. as Dr. Grobe's assistant for the psilocybin study at Harbor-UCLA Medical Center, will be leading a topic titled Building a Model for Sustainable Psychedelic Therapy. Next at 5 o'clock is the renaissance man, Dale Pendell whose books of prose and poetry are required reading in some universities. Uh, Dale returns to Planque Norte again this year to lead a plialogue on the topic of Greenness, the Way of Eve, and the poison Path. Or, (laughs) or he might change his topic at the last minute just to keep things interesting for us. And then on Thursday, again, at 6 o'clock, my dear friend Seabrook Leaf is going to lead the plialogue that, I must confess, holds the greatest interest for me. Not just because of its utopian possibilities, but also because Seabrook has actually begun doing what he calls establishing a tribal land base. Now Friday will be our last day of regularly scheduled ply at the Burning Man event this year. And we'll begin at 3 p.m. with topic leader Eric Davis, who's going to lead a discussion about ecology and the imagination. And if past years are any indication, you'll need to get there early to fit into the yurt for Eric's ply Eric has been one of the cornerstones for Blanca Norte since we first began, and uh, his talks are always not just on the cutting edge, but uh, also very highly inspirational. Now, following Eric at 4 p.m. on Friday will be Mark Healy. Now I know a lot of you already know Mark, but just in case you don't recognize his name, if you go back to podcast number 45 and listen to the lecture that Fraser Clark gave at Stanford University back in the 90s, well in that talk, Fraser points out the fact that it was Mark who was instrumental in kickstarting the rave scene in San Francisco. The last time I saw Mark, uh, he was just finishing work on a documentary film about the Mayan calendar that he was directing and the topic that Mark will be discussing at Burning Man this year is the galactic revolution, the link between crop circles, Burning Man, and the end of time. So if you happen to have an interest in things like the end of time, well you won't want to miss Mark's Plyalogue. And then at 5 o'clock on Friday we'll hold our final scheduled Plyalogue at this year's festival when Bruce Damer brings some news about the ultimate revelation how rare we are in the universe and what to do about it. A couple of days ago I called Bruce for a quick chat and we wound up talking for almost two hours once we got off into some of the things that he'll be discussing on the playa this year. And I have to admit that uh, after hearing some of the new information that Bruce has to pass along from his colleagues at NASA, I'm once again undertaking an inventory of my current worldview and. Now I have plans to jettison some of the old baggage that no longer fits the facts, at least the facts as we know them right now. Now all week long, hopefully, our ply Logs will add to the growing conversation that will end with what I believe to be the most significant event that will take place in the Playa this year. And that is the Gathering of the Tribes Council that will be held at 3 p.m. on Saturday in the Big Dome at Entheon. Here's what Sobi has to say about this event. Stay tuned for the shamanic cheerleaders and friends heralding the fourth annual Black Rock City Gathering of the Tribes Council in Antheon Main Dome at 3 p.m. with DJ Imagica and MCs from Cyphertown. Throughout the week, there will have been discussions happening throughout Black Rock City, including in Theon Village and the Pod Cluster with its Palenque Norte Plyologues. This will be an opportunity to experience the distillations of those conversations, in addition to participate in a facilitated council with citizens of Black Rock City. The central theme is about how we collectively will be taking the Green Man consciousness into the future. An awards ceremony will be held at the end for efforts made to projects that have been happening to green the burn so i guess that's it uh, all we have to do now is the final packing and travel to the playa so uh, for those fellow salonners who will be there this year i, I hope you stop by the pod cluster at intertidal near 7:30 and say hello and if you do, you'll probably find some other fellow sloners there, including John Hanna and my good friend Mateo, Matt Palomary, who you might remember from podcasts 80 and 89. This will be uh, Mateo's first year at Burning Man, and in order to give the plyologues a little flavor from a first-timer's perspective, Mateo will be my co-host or co-moderator for the plyologs. So you can be sure that it won't all be just serious talk, because uh, (laughs) whenever Mateo and I get together, laughter is seldom far behind. And when we return from the playa, well, if all goes well, we'll have recordings of all these playa logs that uh, will eventually be finding their way to you through these podcasts. So one way or another, you're going to get a taste of Burning Man this year. Now one last bit of good news before I sign off and uh, that is the fact that Laura Huxley is recovering from her fall quite nicely. As I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Laura had a, a bad fall that landed her in the hospital and ultimately in a cast. But the other day, Gary Fisher and Charlie Grobe drove up to see her, and they've reported back that she's uh, already climbing the stairs in her house, which is really amazing when you consider how serious an injury she had just a few weeks ago. You know, to, to see a 96-year-old person snap back so quickly sure gives a lot of hope to us younger guys who hope to get up to where she is someday. So thanks to all of you for sending your good vibes her way, and uh, hey, let's keep that up until she's back to 100%. And for now, this is Lorenzo, signing off from Cyberdelic Space. Be well, my friends. It
2: is the impossible become possible, and yet remaining impossible.